Welcome back to the Return the Picks podcast. As always, we're trying to win some money off the NFL, and it seems like a futile job at the moment because we never do, pretty much. Unless it's Super Bowl. Super Bowl, we win all of that gambling money back from the from the week, thanks to Jazz's bet on Gatorade tips. <laughs> but that's that's about it, where the money comes in. Myself, Ollie Wilson, uh, and David Bluck talking a little bit about the NFL this week. We got into uh, a bit of Joe Burrow, a bit of Lamar Jackson being found out. We got into... I don't know, just talked. Yeah, it's just talking. Just two guys just talking. Talking about some Eagles, talking about some Falcons. We don't need to talk about them for a lot longer this well, season. I'm going to keep asking you about them. I'll keep checking in. It's just going to be the same thing every week. I'm disappointed in Jalen Hurts. Sirianni gets another year. I'm getting annoyed with yeah, Sirianni. But, you know, I, I like to check in. I like to, feel, I like to take your temperature, you know. I'm like a nurse. In, you're in the hospital. I come in. I take your temperature put a little test tube up your bum and then you know and then i go i go out and then yeah. i come back in you know a week's time you know i bet on them this week they were part of my accumulator and i was four of six in the end this week Ugh. and if the panthers had beaten the giants which it didn't look in the fourth quarter like they were going to but at one point i was like oh the panthers still could come back into this game and maybe do something if the oh. panthers had beaten the giants and the eagles had screwed me out of my bet last week I've been so livid at myself more than anyone for having faith in the garbage pile that is the Philadelphia Eagles right now. I'd have been well, yeah, so... I mean the Falcons have seemingly tricked me into getting on. Uh, <laughs> you're betting, uh, you're... Betting for them, as you'll find out when I put my bet on this week. But they have yeah, the, I'm going uh... with the Falcons. They're going to beat the Panthers, <laughs> and then next week I'm going to be talking about how the Falcons lost the Panthers, and I'm out again. Why the Falcons got a train thing, by the way, for their... I noticed this, obviously, in the London game, for the pre-game entrance. It was uh, a train. It was a steam horn. Like, you're the birds. Falcons, where does the train... Because that seems like, new. I don't remember a train. Train, you know, because it's... Um, you know, you put you put the, the birds on the train and then, you know, and then they're like, they're already... It's, it's how you teach them how to fly. That's That's how they train falcons. They put them on trains and then they're going along on the train and they get up to speed and then they let them out of the window and then they fly off. Right. Or they just fall to the ground into the dust. That's right. how you train them. It's like, you know, a moving train. Let a falcon out. See if it flies. Obviously. That's, so how, I can't that's believe, what it's about. I can't believe they've missed that off so many of these BBC nature documentaries and, you know, all, all of that. I totally don't Do understand. Do you watch many that. Falcons documentaries, Ali? Uh, there's only one Falcons documentary that I've saw, and it's called America's Game, the New England Patriots uh, victory. <laughs> it's called 28 to 3. <laughs> yeah, they and put it on the same funny. time, same time every week. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my heart. We, uh, we did some bets. Uh, we did some. We didn't review this last week's bets because we never win. We never win. We need to change this whole like podcast name, the reason we do it, or whatever. I wish we'd gone for like the pick three podcast because <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we could actually get some wins then. Yeah, the pick the... three teams to win would be, you know, maybe we could get that right. The, the two point conversion where you just have to pick two teams a week or something <laughs> like that. Yeah. Yeah, we need to rebrand this. We've already had one rebranding, though. Let's have another one. Let's have another rebranding. Let's have a mid-season rebrand coming back. Maybe we just maybe we cut Jazz out as well. Maybe that's part of the rebrand. No Jazz. Yeah, I'm on that. Only we only pick two games each. 
<laughs> maybe we... one. Maybe one. <laughs> yeah. Maybe we just, we just go for an game. extra point. We go for the extra point. It's all go, good. Yeah, we so go for f- odds of like 1.3 to 1. I'll tell you what, this like week that. I'm taking the Chiefs against the Giants. <laughs> I'm taking the Chiefs <laughs> against... What, the spread? No, I'm taking the no, Chiefs no, I'm taking, I'm taking the against Chiefs. the Giants. Oh, damn it! crazy. <laughs> the Giants would still win. It would happen. And we still don't get a bet all season. Yeah. yeah. Well, with that said... Uh, and Jazz takes himself out of the podcast, don't worry. Enjoy the pod. Over the middle, picked off! Season fired, intercepted! Blitz coming. Pass is picked off! He's going to go looking again, and it's picked off by Stephon Gilmore. Down on the right sideline. Into the end zone, and he's picked off! Did a really good pressure of Tua at one point. That was quite good. Oh, God, that was bad. But unlike Tua, oh, Mahomes man. didn't get Tua. up after it. <laughs> so I watched the game with uh, Young Lewis. Yeah. The Falcons-Miami uh, game. And it was literally, by the end... Like, the Falcons played reasonably well for um, most of that game. But... Uh, by the fourth quarter, it was like both teams were just so desperately looking at each other, thinking, "Are you going to win this game? Are you going to no, <laughs> no, no? You you go after you, man. Like after you. Like both trying to fit through, like two posh English gentlemen trying to go through a doorway. They're just like, oh no, after you, after you, buddy. No, 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 no. You first. No, oh, I insist. I insist. And then one of them makes the move to go in, and then they uh, uh, both do. And they're like, oh no, no I'm sorry. Oh, oh god, really funny. And eventually, the Falcons were like, okay, we're going through. Except that both teams put up, like they put up a combined twenty-four points in the fourth quarter. In that they were both trying to gift it away, but they were still putting points on the board as well going into it. It was just weird. Yeah, well, that was that was part of the gifting it away. Like the turnovers, two as turnovers were rough. Oh, the one where he's getting brought down and throws it forward. The only thing reminded me so much of Wentz. By the way, that was exactly the kind of thing Wentz has been doing for the last two years. Well, it was the exact thing that Wentz did on Sunday Night Football. I mean, he, he went to make a pitch and he pitched it straight forward, which is something that he did in Philadelphia uh, last year, I think it was, or maybe the season before that. But he had one where he's going to ground, getting caught from behind, and he tries to backhand pitch it forward to the receiver. And um, yeah, it just gets picked off immediately. And two is like, that's a rookie mistake. Don't backhand pitch it. Airball it over the middle as you get hit going down. That's the way to do it. It's an easier catch for the DB because he's got more time to watch it float towards his hands. It was ridiculous. But then he was, lu- he was lucky that linebacker was um, uh, quite large because he would have gone all the way. Otherwise, that should have been a pick six. But then you've also got <laughs> Matt Ryan thinking that he's Mike Vick. Like, he scrambles out and like you're just uh... waiting for him to get caught and he gets hit from behind and fumbles and nearly costs the game. I mean, to be fair, yeah, I mean, he held it a second too long. He should have just thrown it away. But I don't think he realized that he had three dolphins behind him, literally like hunting him like sharks. Mm. It was pretty brutal to see. It was bad turnover. But apart from that, he had a great game. And that's three games in a row where Ryan has been like really good. Really, really good. Yeah. Top 10 in the league. Good. So. Um, it's really nice. And him and Pitts are looking like him and Julio Connection. already. Yeah. 150 yards or whatever he got. 163 in the oh. air. Yeah. 
what a touchdown. Kyle Pitts. He looks so decent. You line him up on the outside, line him up on the inside. He's blocking for you. He's quality. It's what I said, though, after the London game. It's the... He and Ryan got on the same wavelength, finally, for like a full game. And once you've got that, if you can maintain that, opens up things potentially for Calvin Ridley. I know he didn't have a big game or anything. And you've also okay. got a Kyle Pitts there to Gage, be Kyle Pitts. Gage got his long touchdown as well. I think that was 40, 45 yards. Yeah. like That was a lovely throw from Ryan. As always, the really teams good. that get it right in London do come out a little bit stronger afterwards and it, it does help them out. Whereas Miami... The Jets. Oh, what about the Jets, Jets after London as well? Oh, Jesus geez. Christ. Making I, the Patriots look like 2007 Patriots. The Patriots aren't that bad. I know they were... They oh, no, they're what, fine. 54 but to, or whatever on them. You know, but... they're not a 50-point team against anybody in the league or they shouldn't be. Yeah, when Nelson Aguilar's shredding <laughs> you for touchdowns, it's... Uh... It's embarrassing. But Mac Jones looks good. Yeah, he does. Yeah. I like him. In that yeah. he looks like a he looks like the kind of quarterback that Belichick pulled off the aisle and it doesn't come with any like fancy frills and attachments or anything like that. If you could have like a Kendall quarterback, this was yeah. just like basic arm action, generic mobility. And then Belichick goes, right, well, I can take this, but I've got a load of fancy stuff left over that I can mould around him, and I've got some ideas the way I can make this better on my own, and I'll just customise him myself and make him a half-decent QB. I mean, it's... Yeah. Be, it'd be... I, I think that they'll, the Patriots could still, even though they've got a bad record now, they could definitely be in the mix. I think that they're going to be hanging around if he keeps playing like that. They're going to be hanging... They're kind, the kind of team they're going to be hanging around 500, and then we're still going to be talking about them in December and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, um, three and which four. Which is kind of annoying, but um, you know, but he's good to watch. I like him, and it makes you think as well. Like teams that didn't take a Mac Jones, you know, how much would Carl Shanahan like Mac Jones right now? Mm. A functional quarterback who can just fulfill what you put in front of him. But this is this is the thing that like I keep saying every week when we start talking about QB plays, like. It's really nice having uh, Kyler Murray or a Lamar Jackson or something. You know, the mobility's there. It's obviously great and it's exciting to watch, but I'd much rather have somebody that's just like fundamentally making reasonably smart decisions and is a pass-first guy. I mean, you saw this week with the Ravens. Like, look, that was surprising. The Bengals were ridiculous. And I definitely want to talk a little bit about Joe Burrow. But Lamar Jackson got found out in that if you pressure him and you don't give him the escape lanes, and you can collapse a pocket well, which the Bengals did really well throughout that game. And if you just don't give him as much room to manoeuvre back there or as much space in front of him as other teams have done, similarly with Kyler Murray, you are going to get caught out if that's your quarterback because you don't necessarily have the same precision. Whereas I'm not saying Mac Jones is a better thrower than Lamar Jackson right now, but Mac Jones is learning the position of quarterback from that kind Mm. of basic fundamental state, which is totally fine as a rookie. And there's not as much pressure on him because New England aren't expected to be that good this year anyway, but he's also not really got the same pressure as like a Zach Wilson or anybody. So if he's thrown in, it's, it's not like Mac Jones has to be the man this year, like Wilson and the Jets kind of seem to think that Zach Wilson has to be. And he's, he's definitely not going to be now he's out injured and he didn't look like he was ever going to be anyway, to be honest in that team. But I just think it's a really nice situation for Mac Jones to be in. Like, yeah, I I think he's he's got a good connection. We're talking about connections before with uh, with Ryan and Pitts. He seems to have a good connection with Hunter Henry as well. Mm. 
who's finally kind of living up to some hype after not doing a lot of the charges. I think he scored in like four games in a row. Yeah, but um, had injuries as well. Staying fit. Oh, no, I know. I'm not blaming him, but um, he was like always the fancy hype. And uh, and now he seems to be kind of fulfilling, getting some points and stuff. But yeah, I think it's I think what you're saying is true. I I totally agree. It's um, I don't know. I think you can overthink the Ravens' loss though, because they've looked so good for the other games. And I think Arizona at some point, because the league is so crazy, Arizona are going to lose. It might be next week, uh, well this week against Green Bay, and that doesn't mean that they're suddenly a bad no, they- team or Kyler Murray's not a good quarterback. But it does. It does show you, like you said, that if like the Bengals had a really good game plan, if you can have a really good game plan on defense and you can shut down the thing that they do the best, which is running with the quarterback, then you can have a really successful game. And then on offense, they just lit them up. So mm-hmm. <laughs> it was like they just it was just I don't know, it's like murder ball, really. I, I thought that game was gonna be one of the closest of the week and it was a track meet, wasn't it? I really, I mean, I, I'm still stuck in a mentality of, you know, four years ago when you see Bengals Raiders, you're like, okay, I mean, Cincinnati are having a nice time this season, but you're not going to beat the Ravens there. Yeah, yeah, it's just the unborrowed time kind of thing. And so when the Bengals started like pulling out, I was like, oh, okay, well, at least it's going to be interesting. Like, wonder which quarter they'll throw it away. And then it was like, oh, okay, this is getting weird now. I mean, the Burrow chase thing is just ridiculous. Yeah. But Burrow distributed it around like a fair bit. I mean, Higgins well, had a number of targets, what's, seven What's receptions. the name of their tight end? He, he got me 24 Uzma. fantasy points or something. Yeah. Yeah, yeah with two touchdown. TDs in 91. It was a really nice game. So they've kind, of, they've kind of got it all there. And it does show, you know, talking in the offseason about the number of weapons that they had going into the year. Okay, didn't know that Chase was going to be this good. But it did kind of look on paper, you're like, oh, if Mixer can stay healthy and, you know, some of these weapons can develop and Burrows, it comes back strong. You were like, oh, on offense, they're going to be really good. I didn't expect them to be good on defense, really. Um, but I didn't really know a lot, of, a lot of their players. I think that's kind of like over my pay grade, really. I don't know. Um, I've well, gone into depth on that. They're always saying on the around the NFL that they've got a lot of talent on their d-line and stuff i didn't really know a lot of their players well tyler it's obviously mean, working tyler is. boyd has come out a, a lot this year which was a receiver that we were always expecting to step up a bit as well you know when he was there and, and aj green was there as well you're like oh tyler boyd's gonna learn from aj green and become mm-hmm. that guy and i'm not saying he is becoming that guy like chase has stepped in and is already that guy but again it's like a useful body that is also pulling the weight in that kind of patriots do your job kind of way Mixon, i think staying healthy as you mentioned there is absolutely massive, um, and that defense, at least against uh, against the Ravens, got so much pressure. Yeah, just looking at the number of QB hits, Justin Houston getting uh, well got four for the Ravens, but it's, what, Sam Hubbard getting three pressures and hits on on him on Lamar Jackson, uh, Ogan Joby, who I really like, Larry Ogan Joby, just for the, the one of the best names in the NFL more than anything else. <laughs> Ogan Joby, yeah, I know the name. <laughs> Uh, Trey Hendrickson as well, getting in on uh, on Lamar, BJ Hill, who's somebody I'm not going to pretend I know a whole lot about. Um, but the number of times that they got pressure on Lamar as with a four and then they brought a fair bit of penetration as well with additional numbers. I think you're fine to overcommit on the Ravens because I don't think they're going to beat you in the passing game. Mm. 
mm. if you've got an okay secondary. If you've got a solid oh, enough secondary, I don't that's think just, they can... That's just remind me. I don't want to talk Falcons all the time because no, nobody really wants to hear about the Falcons too much. But um, it was so frustrating watching the Miami game because Tua, I still haven't seen him throw over 20 yards. Like... I think that he had one pass over may, uh, maybe 25 yards, and it was just a really simple pass to Gaskin. Um, and um, on oh no, a Gasicki, sorry. And that was it. Like, the guy doesn't pass deep, and I don't know if it's just the play calling or he's just got a limited arm, but he doesn't pass deep. And I have no idea. The Falcons just couldn't, like, deal with that. I was like, give up the deep ball. Like, if he <laughs> let him, if he scores, if he scores a 50-yard touchdown on you, change the way you're playing but dare him to do it because he hasn't done it all year he didn't do it last year and he didn't do it in that game at all and they were still just giving him the underneath and it was like how bad is this defense that i a complete moron can like look at this and be like what are you doing he's not gonna throw it deep Especially, like, especially sorry, when that underneath I to get that off my chest that, i was so angry that underneath is either to gaziki or to jalen waddle like, Kaziki is so class, by the way. I know you're a fan of his, yeah. Already, but he is—he is the only player that I would take from that that team. I think I would take Jalen Waddle. I think. Oh, okay. Yeah, he looks all right. I yeah. think he looks, yeah, he re- looks right. really good. I think he's just the trouble is he's being completely overshadowed by what Chase is doing right now. Like he did put on a funny spin move at one point, um, Waddle, and then got like drilled instantly. It was like, <laughs> oh shit! And then he just got smashed. It's right. Gaziki two weeks ago in London tried to hurdle nobody. <laughs> and then just got beaten down by three Jags defenders. <laughs> There's still like the icing on the cake is, uh, you know, still just needs a bit of a, a scrubbing up in Miami. Mac Hollins as well, by the way, the former Eagles receivers have a, had a nice couple of weeks with, uh, he had the touchdown grabber in late on against Atlanta this week. And he was, he made some big receptions in London as well. Uh, he's just getting a little bit of uh, two a time, but two a love. But I just don't think two is two fifty fifty. Like, there are some QBs that you can be out on quite early on and be fairly safe to be out on. Like, Zach Wilson, I'm out on. Because, whereas, like, last year, you saw Joe Burrow had a tough time with the Bengals, but you didn't put that down to Joe Burrow and what he was doing. It was what everybody else around him was kind of doing in terms yeah, I mean, of not getting any help. the Jets have been bad for so long. I don't know if you can blame uh, their rookie QB. He's only been there for a few weeks. But I think you can when you see how long he waits in the pocket for making decisions. I know what you mean. And same with Tua. Tua doesn't make good decisions when throwing the ball as often enough as a good quarterback should. He just, they're just, he only seems to be able to kind of put together these nice drives when it's all just there for him. Like when it comes to making difficult throws, I just haven't really seen it yet. Yeah, and it might be like I said, it might be play calling. It might be very safe play calling that just wants to move the sticks, and they can put together some nice long drives. I think you know the Falcons; they seem to put together you know three or four like eight yard drives, that kind of level, um, and they look good moving the ball. But that's against the Falcons, and I just can't like I don't know against the better teams. They look so far away. I think the Dolphins. And their record shows that. So, like, I, yeah. I don't need to talk more about that. I'm probably, if Lewis ever listens to this podcast, he's going to be really upset with me because he's had enough of them. Um, can I ask you about the Eagles? You probably don't want to talk about them too much, but is it, we're talking about QBs. Like, I kind of, I watched um, the highlights of the, the loss to the Raiders and, um, 
Like I, rem- I remember the first game with Hertz in week one, he was playing quite well and moving around nicely outside the pocket. And I said, Oh, it kind of reminds me a little bit of Russell Wilson, the way that he was moving around. And I, th- and now I kind of think like, Oh, he's moving like that because he doesn't know what the fuck he's doing. Is that a fair kind of like pivot <laughs> assessment? Yeah, I mean, that's exactly what I've thought throughout this whole thing. Like, he moves yeah. like Russell Wilson, but that's just because he's panicking and running. Whereas Russell will turn defenders inside out because he yeah, knows, yeah, like, yeah. oh, I'll he's give him the left shoulder and I'll go right and all that kind of yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where there's like, Hertz is like, oh shit, oh shit, oh shit, oh shit, oh crap, shit, oh shit. Crap, shit. Crap, 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 crap. Yeah, exactly. So, um, Oh, it's just tough. It's tough watching at the moment. It's tough. All of his points come in the fourth quarter as well. I saw some crazy stat about like 50% of his oh, yeah, well um, done. fancy points come in the fourth quarter. Well done, Hurts. Um, like, that's I mean, no, no, I just given I mean, up. it's because it's too late. Yeah. Like, it's too late. He wasn't there. I'm not saying it's a positive. I'm saying <laughs> he wasn't there for the first three quarters. And like in this uh, Raiders game, I think you were 30 to 7 at one point. Yeah. Well, they were they were up thirty to seven. Well, we like, took a seven 0 lead at first. I was like, "Oh, game well, oh, little touchdown, <laughs> Eagles." Okay, that's a nice gain. Well, we'll take that. All right, and then Miles Sanders finally gets the ball like five or six times in the game, and then goes out injured. And you're like, God damn it! <laughs> like, I just wanted him to carry the ball. He's the best thing we've got on offense by a mile. Uh, well, that's, God, that's good. I'd take him. Yeah, Dallas would take him. He's I mean, very good. God, it's great having him fancy at the moment as well because now Zach Ertz has gone. God, God, it should be getting more targets, but yeah. he actually barely what three receptions on the weekend barely got looked at enough compared God. to because Hertz just touchdowns? just goes to Smith all the time for everything. Right. I almost yeah. wish Burrow to Chase wasn't working so well because. Like Waddle and Tua have yeah. got a nice relationship, but it's not really going to be enough to Pitts and do anything. Ryan's working well. No, yeah. but like out of QBs that played with those receivers oh, at okay. college sorry, sorry. as well. I just so you're like talking about rookie connections. No, no, it's it's more the um you know Tua and Waddle have got a connection and it works, but it's not a game changing connection. This hurts to Smith thing, like it does work, I suppose, but mainly because I think Hurts just throws it up to him enough because he panics and goes to his guy that he knows and has played with more often than not than anybody else on this team. Mm. And then, unfortunately, the Chase Burrow thing, that that connection is so good, it's changing the Bengals' season and possibly franchise when you look at it. And so that's going to give belief to more of these ideas of bringing the guy who played with RQB or vice versa, and there's that reception connection and it's going to create something. And you just need to look at Hertz and Smith to realize it's not, it's not enough to change a franchise 99% of the time. It's like, it's the same as landing on Tom Brady in the pick 199. Landing on the connection that Burrow and Chase have got isn't going to happen every time you pair some people together like that. No. And I completely agree. I have nothing to add to that. <laughs> yeah. It's, it. it's just, it's just irritating. Um, yeah, I mean, it's still there's still elements I like. Like, I like Smith. I like Jalen Rager still. I, I don't regret... Uh, I know Jazz will be like, oh, Jazz and Jefferson beforehand, I could have had him. Like, yeah, okay, get it, Jazz. Turn up on a podcast and then you can have your say. And <laughs> and I don't mind Rager. Like, he's a solid pair of hands. He's not as, like, frustrating as, like, an Aguilar or anything like that. But there's no offensive line protection for Hurts, which doesn't help. There's no run blocking, really, unless we're down at the goal line. It's, like, a two-yard run. Well, and the, there's no penetration yeah, the, on the defensive line. It's, it's, I was going to say, you can't get a running game going. So it's kind of, it is hard to still judge Hurts um, 
like he doesn't look like the answer does he but it is because of those things you just mentioned Unless the question is, who is Nick Sirianni going to put too much faith in and lose his job as the <laughs> Philadelphia Eagles head coach? It's the oh, only answer there at Jalen Hurts. I gave Sirianni... would be savage. I'm giving Sirianni the year, but it's getting really close to give him a year because the play calling seems ridiculous. The lack Not of the motivation city, on the uh, sideline. in the world, I would have thought. The guy never looks stressed, which irritates me because you should look stressed when you're down 30 to 7. Yeah. Like, you should be annoyed. I know that you were stressed. You should be throwing things or, like, grabbing people by the shoulder pads and be like, this isn't fucking working! You know, like, <laughs> something. Talk, talk about stress levels. I think Zach Ertz may have, like, ascended to, like, a higher state of consciousness when he scored that 45-yard touchdown for Arizona. He must have got in the end zone and just been, like, like turned into butterflies. Like he just went and just became one with the world because he's no longer in Philadelphia. He's at like one of the top three teams in the league catching touchdowns. Oh, just not. Yeah. I love, I love Zach Ertz. I'm a big fan of Zach Ertz, but I think he's one of the only jersey, NFL jerseys I've owned that hasn't been a QB's number. Huh. Like, Big fun. But um, look, you can't begrudge him. He literally gave everything to Philadelphia. And on his <clears throat> departing kind of posts and whatever, he was still like just kind of gushing of, I love this city. It's been great for me. It's been great for my family. I really yeah. appreciate it. And you genuinely feel like he means it as opposed to like the normal like, oh yeah, I love this. I love the city. It's a great place to be. Where's my paycheck? All right now, I'm going to go to another city. <laughs> like, it's not like that. <laughs> All right, I'm going to know the city. I like that. <laughs> So, but I don't. So I don't mind him succeeding in Arizona. I just yeah. don't really want. But we keep talking about like Murray and Funny. and now Ertz, obviously for the offense. But the Cardinals defense, no, it's the same as the Bengals. Really, nobody's really talking that much about the Cardinals defense. Like I've barely heard anybody this year go JJ Watt, which seems weird. Well, they're obviously playing really well. I mean, I haven't watched that much. Uh... Arizona, yeah, I've just watched. I've been watching highlights. Really, um, I should sit down and watch. Like, uh, I might, maybe I'll watch the Green Bay game this weekend in full, or the condensed forty mm. to kind of get a bearing on them. Because that'll be interesting to see how their their defense performs. Because it's a bit different than playing the Texans going up against Aaron Rodgers. So yeah. that should be a real test for them. If they could keep the Green Bay offense under twenty, then that's legit. Yeah, it's a decent Thursday night football game, actually. Like, one really that good. you really look at and think, oh, okay. okay. Yeah, okay, all right, all right, so, all right. Maybe a little stay up for this one. I haven't got anything else on Friday. So maybe could do a little 4 a.m. session with the old man. Go on, Dad, you don't want to see your friend anyway. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you hate him. Stay up and drink tequila. It's the number four defense in yards, uh, total yardage. It's the number one defense in points allowed this season in Arizona. It's the number four Careful. defense in turnovers. Uh, it's kind of them and the Bills that are like the surprise defenses of the year, really, isn't it? I mean, should it be that surprising when you add JJ Watt into a defensive line? Should you be that surprised that it suddenly goes up a, another notch or two? Because uh, if it know, was Aaron Donald, you'd, you'd be like, oh, obviously. like Aaron he's Donald. not 
but he's not Aaron Donald anymore though, is he? No. Um so it is surprising. There must there must be a lot of other players that are taking a step up as well as him. Um yeah, I don't know. It's interesting. I need to watch need to watch more of them. I need to watch more of those guys in yeah. the desert. And he had sixteen tackles this year, according to uh Pro Football Reference, JJ Watt. Which I guess oh. is why but I guess if you're you still need to double cover JJ Watt. It's not like you can still go like one on one or anything. I mean he's still an absolute man mountain. Chandler Jones, I feel like he got did he get injured for a couple of games? He's back. Yeah, he? yeah, he's he's back now. But yeah, he's missed oh, he's missed like three games. Great. I love that guy. Yeah, Jordan Hicks, Chandler Jones, and Marcus Golden with uh, three, five, and six sacks apiece. That'll certainly do it if you're uh, if you're looking for <laughs> oh, a defense. Man. I'd up. love one pass rusher. <laughs> That's just what all I want now. Like I'm I'm really excited about Pitts, obviously. It feels like we've got something special there, but man, I'd love a pass rusher. But that that I'd again really is really like the, a, a fifteen sack guy. The so like much. good teams, bad teams thing, isn't it? Good teams win got battles both. in the trenches. No, it's like it, it's that really annoying American football cliche. Like, oh, there's three <laughs> phases of the game, and special teams is equally as important as offense and defense. It's not. It's just not. But and and yeah, oh, you you win the battle up front, and that's how you win games, and that is genuinely so true the eagles have no penetration on defense so a weak secondary gets caught out it's as good a secondary as the one that went to the super bowl but we had a great front defensive line that year with great rotation and that's how they became a great defense similarly the offense if you protect the quarterback a little bit and that bengal's was offense a, is giving it was a Burrow... defense that it was a defense that let in 40 plus points to brady in the super bowl as well yeah, because they got no penetration. I mean, it shows yeah. like the rest of that defense was trash. If you only at the if, end though, only at the end, baby. If you stop the penetration, that one hit. That's all you need. <laughs> Derek Barnett, my my man. What a, what a world. Yeah. Um, the good times. Let's remember the good times, Ollie. Lions Rams was weird. Rams got it done eventually because they're going to just dine out on Cooper Cup. And... You're not going to like my bet. This and week, Matt Stafford. involving the Lions, by the way. Oh, don't worry. I think I might be going down the exact same route you're going <laughs> you? on with the Lions. Yeah, Because they are due a win, baby. Yeah, and it's are. coming against those hapless little Eagles. Uh, and the Tennessee Titans, that defense... The Chiefs offense just isn't very good right at the moment. No, it's, it's not. It's clicking, not the Titans' it? D being any great presence. I mean, it was great to see Tannehill had an awesome game. When you're expecting after like two weeks of it being Derek Henry, Derek Henry, and he still played a big part, Derek Henry, and had his little touchdown pass and everything, which is what they ran. They ran that last year in the playoffs. And as soon as you saw him line up at Wildcat, you were like, uh, you got to yeah. keep an eye on that. Like, just keep, yeah. keep the head on a swivel. But the defense was was awesome. I mean, Mahomes was getting hit all over the place. But they're, they're underperforming. And I, I, I haven't paid enough attention to the Chiefs offensive line to really work out if it's just how many players they've lost, how many starters they've lost from like the last two seasons or whatever, like dealing with this. But there, there is no support for Mahomes at the moment. And uh, it doesn't seem like they're going to... They had, I think in week three or four, they had a good running game. And people were talking, they were like, oh, okay, maybe the Chiefs are getting their running game going finally. Clyde Edwards-Hilaire is going to be something. And then he's just done nothing. You know, that better or worse is emphatically bad, seeing as Zach Wilson leads the NFL with nine interceptions. 
joint with Patrick Mahomes with nine <laughs> interceptions. That's hilarious. I, I literally should think of things and then just do the opposite, <laughs> like go against all my instincts because they're, they're so terribly wrong. It's weird. It is odd, though. Like Sam Darnold's been poor this year. I might have to get off that Darnold train because he doesn't oh, seem to Oh, please get off the Darnold yeah. train. Can you do it while Jazz isn't here as well? Yeah, I, I like... No repercussions from me. He like, was he was I'll horrendous let, this weekend. I'll let you off, and you can just you can just come with me, and we can just and I won't be like oh, I told you so, man. Yeah, I got I'll, I got I'll I got something wrong. For jazz, I'll save that for Jazz. I'll do the I told you so with him, but you can just you can get off, and you can just hang out with me. Yeah, like, no, like nothing never happened. I'll tell you what, you know? he's getting dropped from fancy football team. That's for sure. It's <laughs> getting dropped real quick. But you look at leading interceptions in the uh, in the NFL at the moment. Uh, Mahomes and Wilson on nine. I mean, that's, yeah, those two comparable, obviously. Uh, Sam Darnold, Joe Burrow, Trevor Lawrence uh, on eight. Which again, Joe oh, Burrow having a great Burrow. season. Darnold he's not having a good season. He's like crazy though. So yeah, he's... that's gone under the radar though. I haven't really, uh, that is a lot. Yeah. But he's probably thrown like, 16 18 touchdowns already <laughs> I don't know Yeah he's uh, he's he's got 17 TDs already uh, Yeah there we are Matty Ryan 10 touchdowns one interception the last 3 games I think Monster uh, Matt, yeah. Matt Ryan's going to give you Matt Ryan 34 touchdowns a year probably like 12 interceptions don't worry about it Don't worry about it Only game. four so far Sorry. this year Um yeah, if you look at actually that top five in terms of interceptions, Mahomes has aired it out 277 times, the most out of all of them. Zach Wilson's thrown nine in 181, by far the fewest, which uh, isn't great. Zach. Um, Sam Darnold, 249 attempts. Joe Burrow, 212. Trevor Lawrence, 216. It's not bad, Fields actually. Has, Fields has thrown quite a few, given he's only... Justin Fields, six like interceptions, five starts, six interceptions, 131 attempts. Yeah, he's another 20 attempts off Zach he's, Wilson's low. He's struggling. God, I'm glad the Falcons didn't get that guy. I mean, Fields doesn't look good in a bad Chicago team. I don't know what's happened with Alan Robinson, but obviously the quarterback situation isn't helping at all there. Jared Goff looked actually pretty good on the weekend. The Lions went out and just started playing weird football. <laughs> what did they do? They did an on. They did two fake punts. They, they a, did they do an onside kick as well? Yeah, they had a fake punt and they, they got the all of them. Kick, yeah, they got all of them, which is amazing. Yeah, and they don't give a fuck, and they're still losing games like that. But I kind of like it. Oh, and well, that's why they're going to beat the Eagles this weekend, bro. <laughs> oh. it's, they are due a win. They've lost some really tight games. But you see the thing about the Philadelphia Eagles for um for next year, don't you? So we've got what? three first round picks next year. And at the moment, yeah. we're currently sat in second, sixth and 13th in the draft. Oh, that is so meaty. <laughs> and you know what? We'll probably trade out of all of those for like eight second round picks or something like that. <laughs> and you just find a way to screw it up. <laughs> or so just, who, you've, got, you've got one Dolphins pick, is it? You've and got the Dolphins one pick of your own, and the Indy pick. And then, so you Wentz. need Indy, Indian, the Dolphins to be really shit. Keep though. trashing. Yeah, I think the Colts will probably spoil that because they'll probably end up over, around five hundred or over. So They've I was just got a really bad record at the moment, haven't they? I was just watching that Colts 49ers game on the um, train home, catching up. Yeah. I watched the 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 game in forty of the Saints game. Oh, I mean that's tough. Like watching oh. Geno Smith against Jameis Winston in the rain. It's like. 
Uh, watching... What was it, 13 to 10 or something? Yeah. Atrocious. If Alvin Kamara is not in that game, so. it's a awful, awful. Yeah, he won me my fantasy uh, matchup this week, which is nice. Yeah, he had a he had a strong performance, but yeah, Geno Smith against Jameis Winston is like watching two guys that just shouldn't be starting in the NFL try to duke it out in terrible, terrible conditions. Oh. Um, but then switched on the uh, the Colts 49ers game, and I'm about halfway through it. I'm going to watch the rest of it at the end, so I can't really comment too much on it. But I'm still wondering how the Colts win this because <laughs> I've just seen Carson Wentz do the out of the back of the hand interception. Mm-hmm. I've seen the 49ers running the ball really nicely for quite a few drives now on the Colts' defense in wet conditions. And I know that Jimmy Garoppolo isn't having a good year this year, and everybody's talking already at the start of this week how they need to get rid of Garoppolo and uh, bring in Trey Lance and how they need to give up and how Garoppolo's regressed and all this kind of stuff. Which I'm not necessarily buying the Garoppolo hate too much. I still kind of... He's, he's never been a great quarterback. He's just... I don't think he's that bad a quarterback either. He's probably just going through a rough I think match. he's bad at the moment. And he just seems to have stretches where he's either competent or he's bad. And at the moment, he's bad. And I think he'll he's going to lose that job soon. And at what point... Are we, we should talk about this with Jazz here and we should talk about it for longer. But at what point does Carl Shanahan start getting some heat? Because good coaches can manage to like work around like things going wrong and he doesn't seem like it's quite a bad record that he's developing in the at the 49ers of mishandling things yeah yeah like one super bowl appearance and that was a great season obviously but all the rest have been dumpster fires and i don't know it's not looking good well he could still i mean they've picked up injuries already in the running game with like most needing surgery and stuff like that which hasn't helped and well they're done this year they're not doing anything this year the 49ers. no they're fucked but, and, and but shanahan can create a really good like jimmy g wasn't again wasn't the reason they went to that super bowl was he it was oh, no, jimmy no, g's I'm competent. Just saying, look, we can get into another time but it's i'm just saying it's an, probably another lost year in san francisco and they should be pretty upset about that with the amount of talent they've got well I'd, um, i'm just i'd sit lance until week 10 or 11 i'd still i mean i mean i'm a big fan of just sitting a quarterback until he get i mean i do yeah. think i think burrow well, probably had a be better a lost season then you know I, don't waste him now kind of thing i yeah. know burrow was injured last year but i think being injured probably was great for him in that he got a feel of the nfl's pace and speed and the decision making that he needed to have and he kind of adapted with it well but also the injury then took him out of the firing line for the last few weeks of the season of being beat uh-huh. down even more I just Either start them early and then sit them when the season's down. Like Zach Wilson, I'd have pulled him out of this season anyway. I said it last week, I think, to Jazz. Like, just pull him out. I said it on TalkSport as well after the Jets game. We were kind of talking about this whole, oh, is Zach Wilson, do they need to give up on him already? And it's like, we just need to not play him for a bit. Because now he's learned what, where he needs to be to be good in this league. But now well, you need to, to take, him, take him out the firing they just, line. Didn't they just trade for Flacco from the Eagles? I yeah, they did. Which means, that. which means that if Jalen Hurts goes down, attack. we're in Minshew mania territory. For the oh start. yeah, let's get the must. Who wants a mustache? I right? like Minshew. I like <laughs> Minshew, baby. All right, just going back to the Colts. Um, I said that they'll end up around five hundred. They have not got the easiest schedule for a team that are in a terrible division. So are they sitting at three and four right now? What's their record? Uh, the Indianapolis Colts are three and four, yeah. Three and four, okay. So they've got the Titans this week, which looks like a problem given the mm. Titans' form. Then they've got the Jets. Okay. Gimme. That's, that's like going to be a win, that's probably. A 29 then they've got the Jaguars. 
They got the Jaguars. They should win that. But then after that, Ooh. Bills, Bucks. Okay, they've got the Texans, but that's in the division again. The Patriots, not an easy game. Cardinals, Raiders, and then Jags. Yeah. So really, outside of the division, they've got the the Texans like and the Jets. But I don't know. They're yeah. not really like they need to win all of those games and then have an upset in one of these other games. They basically need to beat the, the Titans this weekend, or they're done. Yeah. So that it kind of all comes down to that. Yeah, it could in be. my eyes. And so they, I, I don't, don't think they will. I do not think they will. No, and I hope they don't either because I like the Titans. They could do a double over the Jags, the though. The they could do a double over the Jags, the Jets, the Texans. That's what four more wins. Might get one against the Patriots as well. Could get the Raiders. I'm Ugh. not. I'm not buying this. Derek I mean, Carr's an unbelievable player after he shreds well, the just... Eagles. I'm not. No, but he's been playing well every week, hasn't he? He's so, fine. I like him. He's, like he's him. fine. It's not this Raiders. But it, I'm sure it'll all come up apart at some point and he'll start playing badly or he'll get injured where are you but, on this um yeah i don't know deshaun watson thing with the with the the main th- the main thing that's really annoying me right is not necessarily like he sh- i don't think he- i don't want him in the league he's obviously done something like quite clearly there's so some- well, i just want it i just want it to like run its course before like he's allowed to play or even be traded and stuff like but, but this no it, trade clause thing much. in the contract now like yeah, that should that should be null team. and void you're like saying yeah. to the guy who's caused all of the problems everything is still your choice that that <laughs> it baffles me how there's not like a fine print of if we need to get rid like of a you morality because you're freaking, yeah. but you have to prove it though that's the thing right so like there's He's, you know, it's innocent until proven guilty. Even if you're, you've got thirty charges against you or whatever, it hasn't been proven yet. So what can what can they do? And like, why? And then going on with this clause, why is the only place he wants to be traded Miami? Is he literally just like, well, I just want to go and be in Miami and do my thing? Is is that it? There's not a franchise reason to be traded to Miami. You're not looking at that team and being like, "Ooh, Brian Flores is really being inspirational and game changing it down there," and I could be the missing piece of the puzzle. Like they're not just losing because of Tua. It doesn't help, but it's, that's not the only reason. So why is he so adamant that it's Miami or nothing for a trade clause? I'd rather be traded to the freaking Bucks and be the backup to Brady, and take a small cut and go and get a ring. Well, yeah, they're not looking at him, are they? Isn't it just no? I know who's it. Who's it down to? Well, the the Eagles were rumored at one point, right? Which the so Eagles, Miami, which he said absolutely no to. Uh, there are a couple of other names that I read this uh, today on my uh, on my train journey, and I not can't... that many. Well, I suppose. Yeah. I mean, if you're if you're the Jets, you'd probably want him right now because Zach Wilson's going to be out for this year, so you trade. But how him. many? But you you know, but how many teams are willing to actually even the like, Panthers? That's another one that was... for a player. The Panthers were mentioned with him. Okay. So, but how many, like, it, but the, the Panthers, just taking that example then, like how, what new owner, you know, Temper's only been there for two years now, who is going to stake their new reputation on this guy? As oh, yeah, I mean, QB? but the, I mean, I'd like, be amazed if he ever gets traded and plays again. Being, I can't believe it's being considered by any team let alone like a new owner it seems mental i don't know if they're trying to like 
I don't know if it's all just coming from agents. It might all all of these rumors might just be coming from his agent and stuff because it doesn't mm. like it doesn't seem to make sense to me that a team would actually sacrifice first round picks for a guy that may not even play in the NFL again if things don't go his way. Yeah, I, and um, and I as know. I say, I'm not really sure I want to see him in the NFL. See, this is the way you can discuss oh, it. Either. And not have to not put out a podcast episode. <laughs> this is how you have that conversation. Yeah, I, it was just interesting that he still has the like all of the power in this. It was, oh yeah, I, which is just a, a, irritating as hell. Like you're the reason oh, why there's a problem. Completely understand. Yeah, but that's what contracts are, right? Annoying, often. Um, <laughs> do you want to do some bets? I uh, I've, I have done a bet. I've done a bet very early this right. week. All right, baby. And because right. I've done a bet early this week, I feel it's only right that I should include the Thursday yeah. night football game in my Yeah, bet. I'm doing it as well. <laughs> oh, shit, that's a problem. Yeah. So we're not going to be talking about this for very long then, are we? Have no. you got the Packers uh, plus six as well? I've got the Packers plus six, yeah, to keep it close. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, shit, we're going to go down in flames together then. Okay, hit me, with, hit me with what else you've got. Come on. I got the I got the Giants plus ten against the Chiefs because the Giants are relatively frisky and plus ten is reasonable against a Chiefs team um, that looks out of sorts at the moment. But it might be a just get right game for the Chiefs where they yeah just they go could just go and sling them yeah. But who knows? Those um, big spreads. I was thinking about it. Those big spreads are the ones that to look at, aren't they? They really lure you in though. But that's kind of about. That seemed about right to me. I've got the Falcons straight out against the Panthers. Not having these Panthers. Mm-hmm. Not having them. Don't like them. Get out of here. Don't like them even more if their owner is considering hiring um, Deshaun Watson. But uh, yeah. And then I've got the Bengals minus 10 against the Jets because the Jets are just so bad. And it's just going to keep getting worse for them, I think. And then the Titans, I've got beating the Colts. And we've separate. already kind of covered that. And then I've got the Lions against the Eagles, as I've already said. And I've got 53 to 1 for all of that, which is pretty good, I think. Very nice. Very so the nice. Giants are, the Giants is the one I feel like least good about. I feel like good about all the other ones. Yeah, that's uh, interesting. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I'm slightly off on a couple of them with you because right. I'm getting wild this week. So okay. I'm, taking, I'm taking the Packers at plus 6. Yeah, boy. That seems smart. Uh, I'm taking the Lions at plus 3.5. Okay, all right. Yeah, all right, you're going with that. Yeah. Okay. Um, taking the Steelers to beat the Browns. Divisional yeah. game, all goes out the window. You've had a bye week to reassess. Do you see the Mike Tomlin thing today in the press conference? No. We'll come on to that in a second. Uh, the New England Patriots to stay within five and a half of the Chargers. I looked at that. Yeah, nice. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but I am taking the Jets at plus 10. Are we taking the Jets at plus 10? Yeah, I'm thinking uh, like they had a big hit okay. and it could be a miss now for the Bengals. If the Jets' front line can get the pressure on Burrow. The, the Jets just got beaten by a score total the worst yeah. in like 40 years yeah. Yeah, against the Patriots. So that's the team that you're betting on. Yeah. Just so you know that. All yeah. right. Okay, that's cool. Because cool. there has to be some redemption at some point, sometime, somewhere. Uh, and I'm taking the Panthers to do the Falcons. Divisional game. Oh. Give me a break. <laughs> Come on. Yeah, that's Come got... on. Believe. It's got me 102 to 1. <laughs> that bet. That's pretty good. Yeah. 
Yeah, I well, did like the, In the Falcons game, are the Falcons favourites? Yeah, they didn't are. even look at the... Okay, yeah. slight favourites. Like slight favourites, yeah. Okay. Panthers All are 7-5 right. to five to win that. You know, I'm already regretting my Giants plus 10. Really? I, I Yeah, I, I hate that. The more I think about it, I'm, I'm not into it. Yeah, it's... It's tough to... They had a, a really good that. game against a bad Panthers team. But they do... I mean, Leonard up front looked really good on the week. They got... Again, that defensive line, which I liked in the back end of last year, that defense. Daniel Jones looking like Odell Beckham Jr. Didn't you get sick of those memes after three minutes? Like <laughs> After three seconds. Yeah. Um, All that... right. Well, we'll see. We'll see. That's fun, though. That is fun. 100 to 1. You've done well. The, uh, the, the Mike Tomlin thing, which I just quite enjoyed from today, we'll finish off yeah. on, on this, is uh, head coach of USC quitting and Mike Tomlin according to oh man I've picked the worst NFL reporter's name this could be really gotta give it a go Aditi Kinkawala 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 yeah Aditi Kinkawala on the ATN podcast yeah so I apologize if I butchered the name but she wrote on Twitter just as it happened Mike Tomlin pissed when asked about college job rumors Hey guys, I don't have time for that speculation. That's a joke to me. I got one of the best jobs in all of professional sport. Why would I have any interest in coaching college football? Then added, never say never, but never. (laughs) It's very much like he realized... When he's he's coaching college ball in five years' time, that quote is going to come up. When Ben Roethlisberger retires and Tomlin says, it's time for me to step away with Big Ben as well. I'm not the man to rebuild the Pittsburgh Steelers. I've had my era with them and I'm taking my talents to USC to go and be in charge of the Trojans and do what Pete Carroll did and lead them to dominance in the college football era once again. He'll look really good, actually, in that Los Angeles sunshine with the shades on, on the sideline. He'll look real strong. To be fair, I mean, if he got... If they ever let him go, he wouldn't have to wait two days before he'd get a head coaching job in the NFL. So unless he has some kind of scandal. Yeah, I don't think Mike Tomlin has scandals, to be honest. No, he seems pretty uh, But I just like how he how he realised he'd gone way too hard on this. I'm never coaching college football. Probably never. Don't want to say never. (laughs) Never say never, but then adds, but But, never. But never. (laughs) It's like almost partridgey, isn't it? (laughs) Never say never, but, but... But never. But but never. But never. Yeah. But never.